So here we go. Welcome back to the Kings of Anglia Tractor Girls Talk podcast. I'm your host as ever, Ross, and we are now proudly sponsored by John Fowler's Solicitors. Um, it's gonna, I'm going to have moments where I'm not going to say that properly, so I'm very sorry. As you know, I'm, I have a bit of a mare sometimes when I talk about things, but I'm joined as ever by my co-host and town women skipper, Blue Wilson. We're back, Blue. It's oh, I've missed you. I missed just having these chats. How you been doing? How's your summer been going? And of course, pre-season is now in full swing. I know, I've missed that intro, Ross. I have missed that intro. Um, I saw on Twitter a little outtakes of um, <laughs> you at the game uh, at Wimbledon, and that did make me laugh. But yeah, no, I've been good. Had a nice break. Um, managed to get away out of the country, which was nice, with a few of the girls from the team, um, and then cracking on with rehab. So yeah, it's been nice. It's very, very hot today when we're recording. Um, not sure when this will come out, but yeah, all good. In a good space at the minute. How about you? Um, I'm hot. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I had to say it. I had to say it because it is hot right now in, in Suffolk and in UK in general. Um, but no, it's good that we can sit down, have a chat about Itchy's Town Women for the first time this season. Um, Blue, I want to quickly talk about um, your your holiday with the girls. Um, a lot of you went. Uh, how was it as a whole? I'm sure a few drunk nights and stuff like that. I'm sure some <laughs> nice food was, was consumed. But uh, as a whole, it must have been a great team bonding exercise as well yeah we'll call it a team bonder there was quite a few of us as i think we 10 of us at one point um all out there um so yeah it was nice to sort of get to because obviously you see each other a lot a lot a lot during the season but never really in sort of relaxed setting um like we'll go out for food and stuff but not really for that amount of time um so it was really nice to sort of get away and have a proper break before getting ready for the season and then obviously the season kicking off soon. Um, so yeah, good fun. Um, lots of memories. Um, but yeah, really pleased I went actually. We had a good time. Yeah, those holidays are sometimes just memories you'll always remember kind of just for silly things you do and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you just love that. And, you know, you, you girls are very similar ages as well. So just to go and enjoy yourself, have a time to relax after a long, long season. I'm sure you had all had a great time. And um, Lou, you mentioned your rehab. Um, we've always got to mention it at the start of the episode and start of the podcast. Um, pre-season is in full swing. I've been able to capture you running and doing different things. Um, how has it been so far? Yeah, it's going really well. Um, I'm at the minute. I'm sort of. I've been the, given the go ahead to kick a ball, um, but very early stages. So I'm sort of. I'm still in the gym, lifting quite a bit. Um, still lots of rehab exercises to do, which will probably continue for the foreseeable future. Probably my football career, to be fair. Um, just to prevent similar similar things happening again. But yeah, I'm, I'm running, change of direction um still I don't want I don't want to like people to get excited I'm not getting excited because I've still got a good few months to go um but it's coming towards the end which is quite rewarding um and it's nice to be able to go out on the grass and see pictures of me running on the grass um so yeah that was a, that was an amazing moment for me just to see you run for the first time I think I missed one training session where you may have already been out on the grass and doing things but for me to turn up and be able to get some pictures it was it was great blue and even just pesk as well pesk is doing yeah. really well as well so pesk so um, it's just good to see both of you training together as well and you know supporting each other as much as you've been doing throughout last season pretty much um well blue I want to quickly mention our sponsors one once again John Fowler solicitors of course Michael Kennedy um, has been a great support for us to sponsor the podcast for the season. I um, mean, of course, he's been travelling with 
with us as a team last year to Newcastle to different other games um, and also travelled us against ASC Wimbledon. Of course, the doubleheader at Palau Lane on Saturday, our first pre-season game of the summer. Um, let's talk about it then, Blue. A 2-0 win. Um, the men played beforehand. Let's talk about the journey, your first journey of the season. It wasn't too far away, um, but it's nice to get the first game and the first 90 minutes for some of the players. Yeah, definitely. It's a nice one because it's not too far, um, but also not too close. If, you, if you're, as a player, I find if I'm going on a away trip, I kind of want it to be longer than an hour. It's weird, but you can sort of settle in the bus. Um, and yeah, it was a, it was a great day. Uh, it was good to watch the men. Um, Sammy Morsey scored two great goals. Uh, so that was good to see. Um, and then obviously we played. Um, and yeah, it's first game of preseason. Um, so it's always going to be a bit scrappy and things to change, things to improve, um, but also things to take forward and say, yeah, we need more of this. Um, so lots of positives, but also stuff to work on. And also I think minutes in the bank, but um, a lot of young players as well, Ross. There was, um, we're going to, we did a video, of course, for my game day feature um, on the course, the men's team and then I did the women's team because it was a nice, lovely, lovely double header. Busy um, day so we, for you, Ross. Very busy, busy day. day. I, I was sweating, but I had a hot dog. Drank a lot of water, which I'm sure I'm hoping every listener out there, I'm sure you're drinking a lot of water in this this heat blue. I'm hopefully you're keeping hydrated yourself. Of course, of um, course. But we're going to talk about the game as a whole. But let's talk about the young players first, because you've mentioned it. You know, five young players, um, sort of their first taste of senior action. Um, the players are uh, midfielder Nia, Nia Evans, um, who came on as a second half substitution. She's 18. Um, she joined the Foundation Post-16 programme from Nina Market. So... For her to transition across to the academy and then to play first in football is fantastic. Then you've got Lauren Hales, who's 16, Abby Smith, who's 17. Um, then you've got Sarah Smith Walter, who I've seen and you've seen about, you know, in terms of the under-21s, and she's been around the first team in terms of training. And, you know, she goes to a lot of the, the home games as well. I've seen that a few few of the times at Dalwood, aka AGL Arena, which is the new name for for the um the old name, of course, was the Gold Star Grounds. Um, then we've also got Megan Waring, who, um, who's who been training a lot with the first team this this summer, who is a tall and versatile defender, I've been told. Um, she came on to replace Mira Boswell. Um, I think that's all the players. Have I missed anybody? And, of course, Abby Jackson. No, she's really part of it, weren't she? Have I she, missed she just played alongside them in the second yeah. half. Yes, um, yes. But, yeah, no, they slotted in well. I mean, you've got sort of three, two or three midfielders in there, which yeah. I think for a youngster to come into your first first game in midfield is quite daunting um I, I found especially but I think pre-season gives gives them a platform where there's little pressure really um if they perform Joe looks at them and thinks yeah you know what carry on training with us maybe you'll get a chance this season um but then if we if they make a mistake it's pre-season so there's no consequences of that um but yeah I thought I thought Megan in particular looked sharp um at the back so yeah some exciting prospects I think Definitely. And it's a big thing as well for their first game in front of a, a crowd in the stadium. Of course, a lovely pitch at Plough Lane, a really good setup there. But um, for a young player to get you, I know it's only pre-season, but to come in. Um, but I was impressed by all of them. They did really, really well. So um, it's good to see once again, you know, we're known, Issue Town Women are known, that vision we have of young players getting a chance. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing some of those more throughout. And of course, for the under-21s team as well, I'm sure. Um, you know, we're going to be able to watch those games a bit more this season because of now the restrictions, you know, going away a little bit. Um, yeah. But let's talk about the game then, Blue. It is the first preseason game 
of the summer. Um, it's all about just getting a bit of fitness in you, a few little minutes, getting back to playing football again. Um, as for Wimbledon, of course, the team below us, uh, we played them in the FA Cup last year at Plough Lane as well in the FA Cup. Um, what do you think of the game as a whole? We, we saw two goals. We There's many chances, some set pieces being made. What do you reckon? Um, I think first half, very transitional, but I kind of expected that. Um, I know they've they've definitely played one game before us or maybe two. Um, so it wasn't their first preseason game, but I expected it to be a bit scrappy. I expected not to see beautiful football um, in the first half in particular. Um, but I know there were some good patterns played. Um, again, like I mentioned, a few things to work on, but I think we're aware of what they are. And I think Joe's got a plan in place to see, to see us improve those areas before the season starts. We've got time. Um, so yeah, it's never going to be perfect, but all in all, it's a win. Um, and I think the most important thing is, like you mentioned, that those minutes in the legs, because there's nothing that compares to match fitness, I don't think. And um, I said in our video on game day, if you haven't watched it, watch it and have a little plug there, cheeky plan as always. Um, <laughs> I like to see, you know, our strikers score goals. So it's good to see Manny Biggs off the bench. Of course, Zoe Barrett scored the first goal in the first half as well. Um that's just good to see him. Of course, Manny Biggs, a really good finish from Biggs. And uh, yeah. I loved what, you know, the, the picture I got of her. Um, I said this on the main Kings of Anglia podcast, but I've got to plug it on here as well, where she has just rocked up in her Waitrose uniform, put the Itches Town shirt on, came off the bench, and of course, scoring a goal. So, you know, finishing your shift at two and scoring at the <laughs> stadium at 6 p.m., which is just fantastic. Um, and of course, we saw the kit for the first time. A lot of players wearing it for the first time, you know, blue yourself, Pesky and Laffy wore it for the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. But great to see once again. That's what I like about Breezing as well, seeing the, the shirts in the flesh for the very first time and all the players. Um, they looked all right, didn't they? The kit is so nice. So nice. I really like it. Really like it. I was sitting with um, Peskit the whole game and we were just commenting on every now and then one of us would just say, oh, the kit looks so good. We can't wait to wear it. Um, but yeah, nice little first outing of, of the kit. It'd be good to get the away kit as well. Um, but the warm-up shirts as well, oh my, yeah. they are unbelievable. They are unbelievable. Yeah, um, Big fan of them. Because um, that's what you wear the most as well. Of course, you, you wear the, the home kit and the away kit for match days, but you'll be wearing that in training. You'll be wearing it you know, when you travel. And I know there's other multiple training. There's loads of kits now. I think it's a travel kit. Oh, there's yeah. like a warm-up kit. Then there's a, just a lounging kit. There's loads of just training kit you can wear, but that's what you will wear most often. So you want to make it look good. And of course, Umbro is our new supplier. And I think Umbro has done a fantastic job. Um, I want to quickly mention the picture I took um, at the game of um, just, I think it was just before the men's game. It was yourself, Tash, Kyra, Anna and Bonnie all yeah. lined up. And of course, um, Bonnie drinking a normal Red Bull. That's our pre-match ritual. Um, and of course, we've got to plug Michael Kennedy once again, because he was able to purchase those Red Bull. And of course, um, proudly sponsoring our podcast once again. John Fowler Solicitors, um, we are proud for them to be sponsoring us. And uh, yeah, just what was that like, though? Just being there and just chilling, watching the men's game is always good just to... It was a long wait for our game. It was. But just as, uh, yeah, it was good, though. It was, a, it was a long wait, but it was nice to... It felt, it felt I've said this before, but I've, it felt very much like a one club, um, one club vibe. So as we walked down from watching the men's team, um, towards the end of the second half, all the fans started clapping us as we walked past. So it was, it was quite a nice feel to it. Um, and yeah, big thanks to the fans that did stay for the whole thing because that's a lot of football. 
that's a lot of football to watch and sit there and it was hot <laughs> so fair play to them um but yes yeah, it's, it's nice to play in that stadium as well I, I don't think I've I, well, I've never played after a men's game straight after so that was quite a good experience um and I know I know we'll speak about the fixtures later but um looks like there's gonna be a double header again which should be good yeah, which is great. And um, I want to just give a shout out to Felix Do Travel, uh, Mick Dabbs' son, mm. Lee, um, for just basically able to get that coach into that car park because oh, that nice. was just, that's a tight yeah. squeeze. But if you've ever been to Wimbledon, Plough Lane, it, you know, it's just round loads of, you know, <laughs> basically apartment blocks and different things. So for somehow he gets it through. So big shout out to them as well. Um, you mentioned fixtures. Let's just jump right into it then, Blue. Let's talk about the fixtures um, that came out on Monday. Uh, 12 p.m. We we're waiting for it for a while, and um, yeah, we now know who we well, we know our schedule for the season pretty much. Um, of course, cup games will be chucked in there, I'm sure there'll be different rearrangements for different things. Yeah. Um, we start the season off with Pompey. Now, we, we finished with Pompey away last season, we're at home this campaign. I for me, Blue, I like to start the season at home, I think it's just mm. nice. Um, but what do you think, Portsmouth for home to kick off the new season? Tough game, tough game to start the season. I think uh, as whoever saw the the last game of the season um, against them, where we lost sadly, um, it'll be tough because they're a good team. Um, definitely, sort of will be wanting to challenge for the league this season. But I think it really massively helps that we're at home, and it's nice to see that we're the last fixture is also at home. So we're starting at home and finishing at home, which I love. Um, but yeah, that'll be tough. Um, and then we've got a few away games after that. So it's almost like we start at home and then we've got three away games, a bit of a cup break, and then we're back at home. Um, so, yeah, lots of travel. Lots of travel in August and September, Ross. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. As you know, I will be doing a lot of travelling. I get around. Lots of miles. Um, lots of miles. Now, Blue, before we get into more of the fixtures, I actually just want to ask, as a player, um, what do you... Do you care much about fixtures? Of course, at the end of the day, we're going to play each team twice, home and away. But as a player, do you look forward to when the fixtures get released? And, you know, what, what do you reckon? Uh, so, I mean, for me personally, it might be different for other players, but not it's not hugely important. You, you're going to have to play every team twice, one home, once at home, once at away. Um, the, you kind of look at the first and last game. That's what I normally look at anyway. Um but I think it's important just to have that one game focus that like we need to focus on that one game. And then after that, we then switch to the next game um, instead of looking the whole season and spreading that focus. Um, I think it's important just to focus one game by one game um, and see how we get on. But yeah, I, I, it might be different for other players. I know me and Pesket were having a chat um, on Sunday and we were, we were chatting about our, what do you think will be our return game? And I'm not going to give anyway, anyway, any spoilers. Um, but I was like, Pesca, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not putting myself down on one game and saying, yeah, I need to be back by that date because you you have no idea. You have absolutely no idea. I'd love to be back for a home game. I, I'd. We both said that we'd love to it to fall that way. Um, but I don't really think I have that control. I think that's more my physio's decision. But we'll see. We'll see. I'll do my best. 
Yeah, I'm sure you will do. I'm sure you have goals. You, you set goals for certain dates when you're back, but sometimes you just don't want to. You just don't want to do that. Just you return when you turn. And I'm sure yeah. loads of town fans will be excited when they see your name on the team sheet, on the starting eleven, or on the subs bench. You know, whatever it will be. Um, now, Blue, we won't rattle out all the fixtures. Um, I know it's not as many as say men's football or the men's Citrus Town team. They've got 46 games to play, but there's still a lot of t- games we've got to cover. So we won't cover all of them. I'm sure everyone else has seen them online um but let's talk about the the first five games so as i said we've got pompey at home then as you said three away games uh gillingham away and we've got billy ricky away of course a new team in our division a team we know of very much so of course from tier four they got promoted last year then we've got uh watford away of course got relegated from the championship so another new team for us to face yeah um and then we've got bridgewater at home and then um yeah, letter five. I was just going to mention Plymouth, but we'll get to that in a minute. But that that's the first five games. What do you reckon, Blue? Tough. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, it's going to be tough. Um, I think the fact that they're away and we've got Billericay, who we've had history with before. Um, but again, we've had we're going to have to play all these teams twice, so it doesn't matter what order they come in. Um, we'll be prepared. I think preseason going really well so far. The girls are working really hard. So we'll be ready for that first game, um, but yeah, I think it's more of the away, more of the away games gets gets me. Um, but what are your thoughts? I think um, yeah, it's tough, but you know, I think it's a clean canvas for me this season. You know, yeah. there's different teams like Billy Ricky. That's gonna be interesting. That's midweek. Both the Billy Ricky games are in midweek on Wednesday, seven forty-five kickoff. Uh, Watford. We don't know much about them at the moment. I'm sure Joe and Charlie and, and you self suppliers, I'm sure you you will do your research and you'll get shown different things. But I'm looking forward to seeing how we're going to do against Watford because we have played Watford before in pre-season games and stuff like that. I think we lost once, didn't we? I won't, I won't talk about that again. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, but that was before that was before different. I think we were playing. We were tier four and error, a championship side at the time. Yeah. Um, Bridgewater at home, you know, it's it's good to just make a return to. to to the stadium at home stadium because after three away trips you do want to now have that home comforts yeah. again. Um, and in between that there is a final cup determining round. So basically, it's the league cup. Um, you get basically put in the plate and then the league cup. And I don't yeah. know how it really works. Some of like that it works. Like yeah, that, some something, like that. something like that. Yeah, of course. Um, last year we we got to the second round or the, the league cup and then we got beaten by you know who. Um, <laughs> so we were, we were knocked out early doors. But I think as a competition that would be great to get as far as we can. You know, it's nice to get a trophy in our cabinet if possible. Um, sometimes you can say it can be a distraction, you know, with the FA Cup sometimes. I know the FA Cup is more important, but it's always nice to have that, those cup games. And it's a chance maybe for Joe to maybe play some of the youngsters in that. I know he did that last year. He brought a few players in for that one. Um, and then, yeah, Bridgewater at home. And then we round off September with the double header you mentioned, Plymouth-Argyle way back to to Devon, um, of course, a long trip, but we enjoyed ourselves when we went down there. Um, it's nice once again that the men's team will play, be playing on the Saturday and we'll be playing on the Sunday. Yeah, definitely. Good memories from the Plymouth trip, actually. I'm excited to go back. Um, and it'll be good to watch the men's team. And hopefully we'll come home with a double win. Um, but yeah, nice stadium, a uh, real good good feel to the last Plymouth trip. So I'm, I'm positive going into that one. Yeah, me too. And uh, now let's talk about just some of the key teams we're going to face. Of course, Oxford, a team we need to, to beat, get revenge yeah. on from last season. We play them first away on the 9th of October. And then we actually play on the 2nd of April. So that is the 
the third to last, last game or second yeah. last game. So that's going to be a massive game going into the end of the season. Um, then we have, we've got to look at Portsmouth as well. As we start off with Portsmouth, then we start 2023 away at Portsmouth. So it's going to be very chilly down there um, at Pompey. So, yeah, uh, ugh, sometimes I look out for different trips as well. I, rather, I don't know, Felix stays cold as well. Like I'm trying to think in January. We've got, we've got Gillingham, which is going to be a Sunday this time. Of course, Gillingham last year, I think it was in January time, whatever it or February it was time it was, midweek. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, 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 that's, that's, at, that's at home in January on the last last few days of the month. Uh, then we've got Watford at home on the 5th of Feb. Um, and then, of course, let's look at the final two games of the season, which will be the time where we'll be hoping... You know, could be, you know, clinching promotion, winning the league title and all that sort of stuff. Won't go too ahead of ourselves. But it's always looked good there. We've got MK Dons away on the 16th of April. And then, as you said earlier, we finished the season at home to newly promoted Cheltenham Town. So we won't know much about them. We play Cheltenham Town away on the 6th of November originally. But yeah, we end the season against them. So what's your thoughts on all those fixtures I rattled out? I pretty much just said all the games we'll be playing pretty much. But, uh, there we go. Yeah, I think it's key that that we get revenge on Oxford this season. I think that's a real key one. I know their, um, their sort of striker, key player, has just moved to Southampton, transferred to Southampton. So that'll be a big loss for them. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's a key key pairing that we need to we need to get revenge on. Um, towards the end of the season, MK Don's away. Hopefully by April, they'll have a decent pitch. Um, and then Cheltenham Town at home. Um, again, nice finish at home. Cheltenham Town, not really sure what to expect from them. Don't know much about them, but I'm sure we'll learn in November what, what they're about. They'll be hungry, no doubt, to stay up. Um, so it'll be a difficult last game, but yeah, excited. Cannot wait. Yeah, of course, um, all these fixtures are subject to change because of, as we said, rearrangements. So um, you never know postponements and just anything like that. We, you know, we could have loads of international call-ups. There we go. We or we just decide to move it because we want to play earlier or another team has to change it. But um, there we go. There, there's the fixtures in blue as a whole. Um, I think that's it for fixtures. Let's talk about pre-season as a whole, Blue, because I want to get some sort of, from a player's perspective, pre-season, I'm sure a lot of players hate it because you're coming back after, you know, having a nice holiday, nice, you know, relaxing. You know, it's going to be hot. Uh, you know, the bleak tests coming, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. running's coming. Um, but I think, it's nice now, definitely in modern day football, you get the footballs out really quickly now. Um, I think, Joe, if I can remember, the first day, I think, actually the first day, actually, there's a lot of gym work. I think it was just one of those, you've got to sign a lot of forms, got to just do loads of medical yeah. stuff, which is fair enough. But on the second day, balls were out straight away. Of course, you had to do the running, you had to do the bleep test and stuff. But as a player, what, what do you think of pre-season? I think going into pre-season, you know that the first two days, so the first day is normally gym testing um, and doing all the admin side etc etc so first day isn't normally too heavy and then second day you know you're going to get hit by the bleep test or some form of running test so what but but once that's out of the way the relief you feel you're like oh football football's back so it's getting those first sort of two days and then obviously you have running involved um hitting you quite hard in the first three four weeks i'd say um but once you get in the swing of it, it's it's so nice to be back, and you're you're surrounded by everyone in the squad. Um, it's nice to see everyone again. Um, but yeah, I was ill, so I missed the first few days. I wouldn't have been doing the running 
testing anyway. Um, but it was nice to come in and everyone had, it's, we've got a real good sort of team bonding feel this season. Um, I've definitely seen a change. We're a lot more together after sharing experiences of last season. I think probably the holiday helped as well. Um, but we're really together as a team, which is which is a really nice feel. Um, so, yeah, positive going into the season, working really hard. Um, it's nice to be able to go out and do my running next to me and Pesco run next to the session um, and see what's going on. It's definitely more inclusion that way. But yeah, all in all, preseason has been really positive so far. I've seen you've got some great photos. Oh, enjoyed, enjoyed being around it. Yeah, it's an opportunity for me to um, enjoy the sunshine as well, not being stuck in an office. It's nice yeah. to be uh, chilling in the sunshine and um, getting some nice pictures, you know, nice, you know, as you said, I, I feel as well that the, the team spirit is has been fantastic throughout preseason as well. And of course, we've got some new staff as well joining. Um, everyone looking fly in their the new training kit, as we mentioned. Um, and of course, everyone else, I'm sure, did their off-season programs. And not like just everyone just chilled about and went on holiday mm. and whatever and eat whatever you want. I'm sure everyone kept to their off-season programs. Um, Blue, do you enjoy running? That's another question I want to ask because I'm sure <laughs> there's some players like Summy Hughes, good old Summy Hughes, she won the bleep test and I think it was like 20 round 20, oh. 20 or 21 or something like that. It was, I was watching that and I was like, better you than me players. I, <laughs> I, I did it back in the day when, you know, when you're a kid, you know, in PE and stuff. Um, but now I just, I just go, yeah, I just watch. I feel bad when I'm taking pictures. That's when, when I'm like, Oh, so I take pictures when they're running yeah. and they're sweating. And they're and really looking, struggling. You know, yeah. yeah. Really struggling. You know, I'm sadly a lot of players did drop like flies eventually because it was hot. And it's like the second day and you're like thinking, oh, I can't get any more. And we did like a bit of a little sweepstake of who's going to win. I picked I picked Lucy O'Brien. Did I just you? Thought she's, that, she's just got that competitive aspect to it. And I think, I forgot who picked Summer. Someone, I think it was Kieran actually picked Summer. Yeah. I thought that was Summer's actually... the safe choice. Summer's, yeah. Summer's a favourite going into that. But I did see the little teaser because I wasn't there. I saw the little teaser Kieran put out on Twitter. And I was like, oh, you know what? Anna looks good. Yeah. Um, but I would have bet on bet on Summer or Anna. They're they're both clear, I think. Um, but yeah, bleep test is never fun, but you feel no. so good afterwards. About fifteen you... minutes afterwards, but afterwards. Yes. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And I think do you think it helps for people who are like wingers and that, that sort of position where they'll be better at the bleep test because they are gonna be running a lot, maybe for defenders and maybe goalkeepers, you know, Sarah Quantrill, she she stayed in there as long as she could. She did really well. Fair play to Sarah. Bonnie as well. Bonnie's a dark horse as well. She got really far. Um, and we were discussing that when they were getting ready for the bleep test. I thought, you know what? Bonnie could be another dark horse here. I think she'll yeah. she'll go as long as she can because she's yeah. she's does a lot of running herself. Of course, she's got a new job now. She's not going to be a postie. If you watch Kieran's interview with her, she's got a new job. So she's going to have more energy now, which is fantastic to see. Uh, once again, I'm looking forward to seeing her, her in action again. But um, what, any other players you think, you know, are just good runners overall and just, yeah? I think it's the, the bleep test is a strange one because it, I actually believe that part of it is mental side as well. And it's very, it's very different being in a game and having the ball as like a stimulus. So if you see the ball run in front of you, I know that I'll run to that as fast as I can. But when you're just purely running and there's no ball involved, I think it's it's slightly different. Um, but Summer always performs well in those tests. Always, yeah, ridiculous. I think uh, Anna Anna has the pairing of being super quick, yeah. like sprint-wise, and also being 
good in that sort of test but it's it's more it's more gauging okay we'll do this test now we'll do it at the end of the season we might we might do it mid-season and seeing determining where fitness levels are where um what Nicola needs us to do more of um what certain players need to do more or less of so it's more of a measure really rather than oh you know what she won the bleep test so she's starting every game um so it's not too much of a more of a measure rather than rather than too crucial i think but all of us work ourselves up about it all of us yeah i can imagine because you know you know it's coming don't you you know it's coming you you want to do yeah yeah, you want to do as best you can and because it's a maximal test um you know you're going to be pushed to that absolute limit um but yeah it's just that feeling of wanting to beat everyone else basically well, there's like another, there's another thing they were doing. It's like, a, I think there's quick sprints, basically. And there's like yeah. different distances. And like, once again, I was watching that and like, oh, there's some, we've got a lot of quick players. Like Tash, of course, is really quick. Yeah, yeah. As mentioned that earlier, Anna's quick. There's loads of different players who are just quick at just short distance. And once again, I always feel bad. It's like, oh, should I really be taking a picture here? Once again, <laughs> I'm very selective of which ones I will be putting in the gallery because I know there's a few that's got pulling faces, but you can't help. You're in the zone, aren't you? You're just like yeah. running and you, you can't help. Maybe having your tongue out or your your eyes are like, Ugh! but I do feel sorry for the players of that. And um, one question I'm going to ask you, Blue, is about the bleep test once again. I'm sorry, we've got this is a bleep test feature this week. Um, <laughs> out of the staff, all the staff, you can you can include me and Kira with that. Who do you reckon who would win it? I think Nicola. I know who. Yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah, easy, easy. Joe, I reckon Joe would give it the big one, but yeah. no way. Nicola would Nicola would run circles. I think, but Ross. Uh, you run a bit, yeah, but five aside as well. Yeah, bit of a dark horse, maybe. You haven't watched me at five aside. I get, I get, oh, <laughs> I'm knackered after 10 minutes, but I keep going. I keep going. Um, I think I do all right. I think I will definitely maybe outlast a few people. I think Jack could be up there. Jack does yeah. a lot of running. Jack Mitchell, he's recently um, done, was it a half marathon in Cambridge? Half marathon, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, Nicola or Nicola did the um. Because Nicola's a t- had a player performance, isn't she? And she actually started the bleep test with the girls. And I think after time, I think she probably just went, yeah, I've got to do other stuff. So yeah. I know yeah. I've also got to find out different things as well. Um, but uh, I wouldn't say we're going to test it because I'm sure there's going to be some of the, the staff maybe listen to this and they'll be swearing at me. No, we're not doing it, Ross. We're not going to find out. And I'm probably <laughs> in my like head thinking... Like the players would love to see it. They would. They would. But um, we shall see. Um, okay, then. Pre-season roundup done. Um, now let's talk about the news roundup now, and um, of course this summer, um, a big departure. Paige Peak has left, and she's joined them down the road, Southampton. Of course, champ, champ, Southampton now a championship club. Um, a fee is involved. Blue history making move. Um, it is disappointing to see Paige leave, a key player, a player that you've known for a while. A lot of the players have known for a while. Who's been here, part of that history making team originally, and then this last season as well. Um, what's your thoughts on it? Disappointing to see a teammate leave, um, but fair pay to Paige to be playing championship football next season. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's an interesting move. Um, she's obviously gone to play championship football and completely respect that. Um, we'll obviously miss her at the the back, but as we said, we've got young players coming through and we've got got plenty of strength in that department. So I think I think although she has left a hole, we can we can fill that, and I'm confident of that going into the season. Um, so, yeah, I've known Paige for a while. Um, so it's almost strange that she's she didn't turn up at pre-season. It was almost a strange feeling. But, um, yeah, but yeah, 
these things happen in football. This is football. Um, and you just have to get on with it. And all of the girls, actually, it's been very smooth in transition. Um, it hasn't really affected us at all, I don't think. Um, we just had to sort of get our heads down and focus on what we do have and the season ahead and, you know, best best wishes to her. But, you know, we, we've got to we've got to move on. Um, so, yeah, she she was a good player while she was here. Penalty taker. So this is interesting, Ross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's going to do it? Who's step up? And we have we have a lot of good penalty takers, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we, we found out when we beat Southampton on penalties in the FA Cup. So, um, and do you know what? I'm, I'm going for you, Blue. I think you could do it. You could do a few good penalties when you're back. You never know. Maybe we've got we've got a lot of good takers, so I'd have to compete. Um, but we'll see. I think there'll be a few with their hands up asking to take them. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah, the giveaways. I'm going to be interested. I'm really. I'm going to be interested when we. Who's your bet? Who's your bet, Ross? Um, depends who's on the pitch, of course. Um, Bonnie, maybe Bonnie, you know, she's leading by example. Mm-hmm. Um, you want someone who's a good, you know, hitter of the ball as well, who can cool follow home, cool head, yeah. head as well. Um, I think it just depends on whoever wins it sometimes. Whoever wins the penalty, they may go, No, I'm having this, I've won the penalty, I'm taking it. Um, but whoever feels if it depends what the score is as well if it's we're winning 4-0 or something it's like oh okay take it you know yeah. Lucio Bryan Lucio Bryan of course yeah she scored apparently last year yeah. um, but as you said there's, there's loads there's loads to choose from we're not just relying on one person no. we're relying on different other players to step up and take the penalty so that's good um, but going back to Paige quickly um, I think it's just a massive thing for the club in terms with now receiving fees for our players and that's why last year was so important in terms of professional contracts because normally Players could just go for free. Have gone, all, yeah. You've done all that hard work of, you know, developing these players and then they go for free. But now we've got a fear, a history, you know, a very good fear as well for a player. Um, from a tier three, you don't see that. You don't see a tier three club yeah. selling players. Um, and that just proves how good our academy and how good Joe and Charlie at A1's worked for developing these players. Um, so that's just great to see. And I'm sure it's going to happen, you know, frequently because we've got, so many great players and I'm sure there's going to be loads of different clubs looking at our players and fees now have to be involved because, you know, everyone's here. They know the vision. They want to want to be here. We want to grow this football club. Um, but yeah, great to see. And um, let's talk about some other departures then, Blue. Um, sadly, these players have left on a free transfer. Um, but uh, Lindsay Cooper, long-serving, um, a club legend. Um, at yeah, the club she is a club legend. She is. She really is. I think 210 appearances. Um, Do you know what? Insane. I have a feeling. I have a feeling it's probably more than that because me and Kieran started these stats when we first started, and right. I went on a full time website. And um, if people don't know what the full time website is, it's basically the FA website where they collect all the stats and the fixtures and stuff, which is a good source. And I think I, when I wanted to get the proper stats, like for Amanda and other players, I went on there and tried to went through all their games. I'm sure there's missing games. Yeah. Um, so she's probably made more, but yeah, to make over 200 plus appearances is insane. just unreal. Insane, yeah, a true club legend. I know Amanda Crump's up there, but Lindsay's up there with her. Um, so yeah, huge respect to Lindsay and good luck to her, whatever club she joins or whether she's calling it quits. But um, but yeah, great player and huge, huge respect on what she's done for the club and the work she's put in to get us to this point. Um, I think we're all very, very lucky to be in this position um, where. Uh, 
when she was my age, she she didn't have this opportunity. Yeah. So you look at the academy's players now, they've got it so easy um, compared to what her and the likes of Amanda work through. And the reason we are here is because they worked. So, yeah, huge respect to the, those two and best wishes for her in the future. Yeah, you put that well said there because, yeah, she, she didn't have the opportunities you players have had now. Um, you know, of course, women's football has grown. You know, the Euros at the moment, the see mm. those stadiums being full, some yeah. really good football played, some really good goals scored. Um, but Lindsay, you know, had to, you know, proper, you know, work. Of course, she's got her own kids as well. But um, one thing I will miss from Lindsay is just like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, stuff like that. But uh, yeah. I, I, I always love watching Lindsay player and just, you know, she'd always be there to, to score a goal from a set piece as well. Which is good, but uh, yeah, we all wish Lindsay the best. I'm sure we always welcome her back. You know, hopefully she'll she'll come down and watch some games as she's free, and she'll always be mentioned as a, as a great player. Um, now, another player that is departed that is Eva Hubbard, um, who was the original captain of this uh, this team yeah. um, when Amanda, of course, um, was having a, a second baby, and um, well, Eva has left after a couple of years. She, of course, she was part of the under twenty one setup when it first was formed. She was captain of that as well. Um, she made a debut as a 16-year-old before this. Loads of these different players coming mm. through to break through the academy, but she was sort of the, one of the originals. Um, yeah. Of course, she played a few games last year. She scored her first goal finally for the club. Somewhat, <laughs> we're giving it to her. Yeah, we'll but, give um, it to her. Yeah, but Eva, another great character, another great person, um, but leaves just to basically go on to another challenge. Yeah, and she came away with us on holiday, so I shared a room with her actually. Um, again has has moved this club forward in a different way Lynn's has um sort of started the academy when it first started up and has really worked her way through and captained the academy team um and then went on to captain the first team as well so a cornerstone in in the progression we've seen over the past three four years a real cornerstone um so yeah huge thanks to Eva for what she's done if you are listening. Um, and again, best wishes in the future. I know she's still working at the club, so I'm sure we'll see her, see her around quite a bit. Um, but yeah, really great person and got a smart head on her. So yeah, whatever she does next, whatever she decides, whatever works best in her life, um, I really hope goes well for her. I'm sure, I'm sure. She, yeah, you said she's got a, a good head on her and um, yeah, another player. I'm sure we'll, we'll keep in contact. And yeah. She still works at the club now with the foundation and everything. Um, and I'm sure she's going to, you know, come to games where she can, I'm sure. Um, so there you go. There's the departures in blue. Um, now, pre-season, second game this Sunday, back at Felixstowe, back in the sunshine. Uh, Cambridge United are in town, another tier four side, a team that we know of as well. We've played before. Um but it's always a good challenge to sort of step up um, our challenge now. Um, well, of course, we've got our media day. Little people behind, behind yes. the curtain, we've got our media day, photo shoots and stuff. As a player, um, I'm sure it's one of those where you're like, oh, here we go. Got to take the picture and stuff for the photo shoot and stuff. But um, what, what do you like? Do you enjoy that? Um, I wouldn't say it's my favourite thing to do. Um, I know some of the girls say they hate it, but I know they absolutely love it. They're just saying that. Um, but there's a real range. Some people don't like it. Some people will say they like it. Some people are sort of in the middle. I'm probably in the middle, but getting more used to it as over the past, however long I've been at Ipswich, there's, there's been so much media exposure, yeah. which I didn't, I didn't realize, I didn't realize would happen. Um, so you kind of, you kind of get used to it in a sense, um, and care less about it. Whereas at the start I was so worried. Um, but yeah, it'll be good fun. 
sure Kieran, Kieran will be forcing us to do good gifts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and you'll be there with a the camera. Um, and then followed by the preseason game um, against Cambridge United. So yeah, it'll be a good day. Um, again, more minutes in the tank for everyone um, and at home. I always used to love playing against Cambridge United. I don't know why. I can't. I can't work out why, but used to really, really like playing against them. So it should be a good day, I think. Yeah, I think the last time we played them, sorry, any Cambridge United fans listening um, or anybody who plays or managed Cambridge right now, I think the last time we played them, we, we beat them 10-0. But I think they've got a new manager and I think they've probably got some new players as well. So yeah. um, it could be a very different Cambridge side. But I think they're, it's a good test because I know Joe said in his um, pre-season interview with Kieran um, that there's not many teams for us really to, to challenge in terms of like good standards. Uh, yeah. No respect to to the local Suffolk teams, but, you know, you want to have a bit of a challenge. And I think, you know, Wimbledon were a good challenge. You know, that's local-ish. You know, I know it's London and Cambridge. You know, it's an hour up the road. Uh, of course, they're coming down for us. Uh, but there's not many other teams. There's some clubs have got everyone on the doorstep pretty much. I know. They're, you know, division below or even division up. Of course, we're playing Cholton in pre-season, which is good. Mm-hmm. They're a championship club. They're coming down to Felix Stowe. Um, that'd be a good challenge. Um, and I think we, I think that's it, isn't it? And we've got Wolves, of course. Wolves, of course, yes. played in the playoffs against Southampton. So that's going to be another good test, a team in our in our our level, but in the northern section. Um, but I think pre-season, you don't want to have a, too much of a challenge, but it's also good just to know where you are. Uh, once again, it's all about minutes, but it's always good to have some competitive football as well. Yeah, a range of, a range of um, maybe teams below you, but also above you to test test different strategies, test different things. Um whether that's attacking except the attacking patterns, whether it's defensively, I think it's always good to have a, a real range. Um, and I know our, our preseason last season was, I mean, out of our hands was was kind of uh, discombobulated a bit. Um, so it's nice to have a real sort of structured preseason this time and have a real range of teams and few away, a few home. Um, so it should set us up really nicely. And I'm looking forward to that Charleston game, actually. It'll be a good test. Yeah, it will be a good test. And um, I want to quickly mention media today. And um, I try my best not to be too demanding as a photographer. <laughs> I, I always feel bad. I'm like, oh, just can you just stand here just a little bit? And uh, I, try my, I try my best to try to get it quick as possible so you can move and leave as quick as possible. But I'm sure there's more demanding photographers out there who really, you know, yeah. there for ages but I try my best to get it as soon as possible I think last year you were the first person so you were my my first sort of model just to get my settings right so I probably kept you there longer than normal because I was trying to get my settings right and stuff um but I'll try my best not to be as demanding but it's always a just a fun day getting those pictures and um I'm just yeah looking forward to being back at Felixto after that as well because it's gonna be a long day but it's gonna be a very enjoyable day um well Bloom any other business before we wrap up for another Track to Girls Talk podcast I don't think so, Ross. It's been great to be back. Has been. And um, once again, we've got to plug our sponsors, proud sponsors, John Fallis um, Solicitors, who are uh, sponsoring us for the whole season. Mike Kennedy is a, a great supporter for the club. He does some great things for us. So thanks, Michael. I know he's listening. Hello, Michael. <laughs> Hope you're doing really well. But Blue, over to you to outro as you do. Once again, it's good to be back. And um, yeah, take away. Thanks all for listening. Um, first pod of the season, I mean, yeah, we'll call it the season. First pod of the season, great to be back. Um, I hope you've enjoyed. I hope you haven't missed us too much. I know it's been hard, you know, withdrawal symptoms. Um, but yeah, we'll see you in the near future. 
um, and get down to the AGL arena to watch us against Cambridge United on Sunday. Should be good. See you there. Thank you. From true crime to football, Brexit to football. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.